0: hello everyone hey y'all what's going on i'm kayla
1: and i'm kristen
0: and welcome to black true crime if this is your first time here at the show welcome bitch hello we're so happy to be back this week um it's been a week you know i was about to be on the street my I man I was about to kick me out it was just a lot going on <laughs> <laughs> don't be acting like Terrell would really kick you out no no but you know shit was not looking good no just not. to be fair yes
1: and on my side it's getting way too complacent i need to liven things up i need to have fun but first i need to desire to have fun Mm -hmm. so bear with us you guys we are human
0: she needs to go to like some sex orgy sign waivers type of thing she's had opportunities but she's always said no
1: i'm scary she really is
0: but that's beside the point today we're here to talk about true crime (laughs) um this case that i have for you guys today we have for you today is highly requested so yeah i'm excited to get into it hopefully
1: it's not like last week because i can't go through that again
0: no it wasn't it's not gonna like traumatize you
1: but straight emotional damage (laughs)
0: kristen please (laughs) anyway are you ready to get started
1: let's get into it okay
0: Prostitution. Mmm. It's one of the oldest professions documented in human record, and it will likely never end. And with this profession comes admirers and admonishers, those who look down on the- those who engage in it, and those who take advantage of the hate. Join us today as we talk about one of the youngest serial killers we've ever covered on this show, Khalil Wheeler Weaver.
1: Ooh, might I add... I- I feel like I have it in me to be a madam
0: of a harlot house. Kristen, you definitely do. Ever since you watched the show Harlots, it showed itself in you.
1: It changed my life. It awoken, awakened something in me. For those of you guys who don't know what we're talking about, go on Netflix. I think it's on Netflix. What was it? It Hulu. was like a Hulu. Hulu. Yeah. Go on Hulu and type in Harlots.
0: Thank you to all of the listeners that requested this case because there are a lot of you. Thank you. So, Khalil Wheeler Weaver was born on April 20th, 420, 1996, in Orange. My age. Yeah. Y'all, we're in the same class for sure. So, this is a very rare occasion to be covering someone so young. Like if, Like, we went to school with him. Right. Like, we could have been friends. We could have really hung out and been cool. Well, once I tell you more about him, I don't know- you would be saying that, but okay. Well, we'll see. Okay. His childhood differed from a lot of killers we cover on this show as well, in the sense that it was fairly, fairly good. From what is known about his upbringing, Khalil grew up in the Seven Oaks neighborhood of Orange, Orange, New Jersey. And when I googled the area, it looked real nice, y'all. Like mm. one of the there were houses selling for over a million dollars. I think like the smallest amount was four hundred thousand. So I mean, it's comfortable it's middle class to upper middle to class at least yeah it's giving mm. which is kind of surprising considering khalil came from a family of mostly law enforcement officials so we know they don't really make a lot of money in the grand scheme of things so i don't know how they could afford this but right i'm not pocket watching
1: maybe it was old money
0: not new money It's possible. But either way, his stepfather was a detective for the New Jersey Police Department, and his uncle was a retired officer for the New York Police Department. And then he had a few other family members that were in law enforcement as well. So it was really in the blood.
1: It was embedded into them.
0: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And this may be why his fascination with law enforcement started so early. He was so into, like, the police feel, the vibe, the uniform, I don't fucking know, that he decided when he grew up, he wanted to become one. And for all intents and purposes, growing up, Khalil was a pretty good kid. Like, he didn't get in trouble with the law at all. He went to school. He graduated in 2014. So, I mean, he was doing what he's supposed to do, I guess. I mean, he's giving
1: African king. He's giving prince Mm -hmm. of Somewhere, I don't know the name of. Mm-hmm. He's giving mm-hmm. handsome.
0: Yeah, yeah. He looks, you know. A little tight he looks lips, like but you know, he, he's cute. <laughs> you know, a little wound, tight, but he looks like he could hang mm-hmm. if, if he needed to. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, he went to Orange High School, but according to some of his classmates, he was pretty nerdy. He would, like, wear his shirts tucked in. He would wear khakis and, like, super white, well-maintained shoes. So it was just giving, like, okay, he came from somewhere where he's never missed a meal. Mm -hmm. It was a a good household.
1: And you know what? I'm happy for him. I'm happy to see black people being in good households,
0: yeah i'm loving how it's going against any stereotype people could associate us with so yes it's looking good so far the classmate said he also wasn't really into extracurricular activities so he wouldn't stay after school to do sports and shit like that and he didn't date
1: okay he's boring got it (laughs) did he at least go to church does he do anything
0: I don't know about that. I just know maybe he kept to himself. So I'm just going to say, from what I could find in my research, there were not a lot of early red flags. There just were. And it frustrates me so much because I feel like this could happen to anyone. But if we look close enough in the paint, or between the lines, I will say, I feel like I could have picked up on something that I have seen in other people that are super weird and that have shown violence in their lives. But you can't generalize it to everyone. So... It's just a slippery slope, this whole thing.
1: And to be honest, I think this shows that things that are like that can either lie dormant. Right. Meaning, you know, maybe he hadn't awoken that side of him yet Mm -hmm. or he caught on to something.
0: Yeah, yeah. Because at this point in my research, I was asking myself, okay, so what's my impression of him? And my impression is he may be a loner. He keeps to himself. He doesn't really like to do much. So he may have an attachment issue. Right. Mm-hmm. He may not like have that type of I love something so much, I wanna do it all the time. Like he just doesn't really seem to do anything. Oh, baby boy. So as a step in the right direction, career wise, Khalil got a work a job working for Sterling Security, which is a firm that hired security guards and contracted them out to like various places. So in two thousand sixteen, Khalil was working at the Shopright grocery store in the Union Township area. And for some reason, this is when Khalil started to give in to his demented proclivities.
1: Uh-oh. Mm-hmm.
0: After this point is when investigators feel like he killed his first victim. Dang, Khalil. And what? It's this 2016, so he's only 20 years old.
1: And he killed, or could have killed, a person, a living being. What happened? Where's the switch, Kayla?
0: Kristen, I was looking for it up and down and all around. and it Maybe
1: he was touched. <laughs>
0: According to investigators, Khalil searched for his victims online. He targeted black women that he felt were vulnerable or easy to overpower, and his first victim fit the description to his liking. 19-year-old Robin West was last seen getting into a car with Khalil on August 31, 2016 her body was later found in an abandoned house in orange after authorities received a call about a fire at that house once the fire was put out firefighters found the body burned beyond recognition and they wouldn't even be able to find out that it was robin until two weeks later because her body was so badly burned
1: jeez robin rest in peace robin i really love your plants.
0: i did i love her i love her breath. Robin was originally from Philly. She was, according to her mom, super independent and strong willed, but also had a softer side when she was working with the homeless. She had like a passion for the homeless and animals.
1: So. Oh, period, girl! You're my type of chick. Love that for her.
0: Robin was also known to struggle with her mental health at times, and her parents would later find out after her death that she was also engaging in sex work to pay the bills. Oh,
1: Robin. Robin had mm-hmm. a freaky side.
0: Hey, freak or not, you you know, a check is a check. And period. when you got to get it how you live, you give.
1: <laughs> it up. Yes, <laughs> period. If that's what you need to do and that's what you choose to do, that's your choice. I just didn't look at Robin and think that. So, okay, yeah. Robin. Yay for the layers.
0: Yay for the unpredictability. I like that. Mm-hmm. At the time of her death, Robin was supposed to turn 20 just a few days later and told her family that she was going to North Jersey to celebrate her big day, but when her family tried to reach out to her, they received no response, and that's when they reported her missing. Okay. According to her autopsy report, Robin had been strangled to death with um, a piece of her own clothing. mm when the media got wind of the case, the headlines were insensitive as fuck. They were basically focused on talking about how Robin was a sex worker and they would call her the teenage Philadelphia hooker.
1: Oh, wow. That's disrespectful. The the,
0: the audacity and her family is missing her. Still trying to figure out who did this to her. And you guys have to dehumanize her like this. But Kristen, we're not going to be surprised. Okay, we just have to state it as a fact because it's what's happening.
1: Right, but it's sad. Yeah, it's like you're diminishing everything else she was a daughter, an awesome human being, cutie, right. patootie, someone exactly. who was about her business,
0: someone who was working hard, had goals in life, all of that. Someone who was, wasn't
1: afraid to sell a little puss because
0: I'm See- afraid. <laughs> So at least she wasn't. She was living her truth and this piece of shit took it away from her. Rest in peace, Robin.
1: Rest in peace, Robin.
0: There were even like media reporters suggesting that Robin had put herself in harm's way because of like her way of life. And she, in one way or another, brought it on herself. Okay. Well, you don't know anything. So. (laughs) never met Robin a day in their lives. They don't know what the fuck.
1: And it had nothing to do... Well, maybe. Did it have something to do with her working at the time? Is that how she met Khalil? Yes. But
0: either way, it doesn't matter. Anybody's profession shouldn't put them in more harm's way. Especially um, sex work. I don't understand how being a sex worker makes you more susceptible to losing your life or to extreme violence.
1: Because unlike construction workers who have workers' comp prostitutes Mm. have no protection no No insurance nothing so yeah they are way easier um targets than Mm -hmm. someone who actually has a nine to five backed by some type of company or whatever
0: facts so the police were doing their same old same old and were kind of dismissing robin's murder and just charged it to the game type of Mm -hmm. thing but the killings didn't stop there Okay, now before we go forward at this point in my my relationship, in this point (laughs) in my research, I was thinking, okay, even if Robin's client took her life, right, don't you think it's still important to find out who did it? Because it's 2016. This isn't, you know, women aren't just walking the streets meeting random people anymore. You can Mm -hmm. find an app and meet up with somebody just as easily. So I feel like if they did more research into how she was meeting her Johns and stuff like that this could have been nipped in the butt a lot sooner yeah i agree and this just reminded me to tell you guys to just be safe like when you're meeting people on dating apps and all this type of stuff like take screenshots of their pictures of their screen names all that type of stuff because even if they delete the the account you can reverse image search on google and see if they have other profiles with the same pictures just stuff like that
1: Mm-hmm. Share your location with your homegirls or your family or your sisters and brothers if you go meet up with such person. Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. 33-year-old Joanne Brown was last seen by witnesses getting inside a car with Khalil on October twenty-second, two 2016. Her body wasn't found until December 5th, so over six weeks later, Kristen.
1: What is she giving? No! Adore. how was he able to overpower a 33 year old grown tail woman
0: well if you're not expecting to be attacked i think that's the easiest way to overpower someone regardless of how small she may have been or whatever her size was
1: or how small he was
0: right because he's not giving chrissy he doesn't weigh more than
1: a buck twenty. that's what i'm saying Like, like it's it's giving small but mighty right It's giving crackhead strength.
0: (laughs) Yes. So yeah, she was found six weeks later and her body was found in an abandoned house near the house Robin was found in, Kristen. Mm, mm -hmm. So he's not even putting distance, but Mm -hmm. he's not making it hard.
1: Now he has like a dump site.
0: Yeah joanne had been strangled to death with her own clothes and despite the similarities between robin and joanne's death and the proximity in which both women were found police failed to see the connection of course they did they they would fail to see their own two fucking feet if they weren't right under them was joanne a sex worker she was a sex worker and she would also be homeless sometimes
1: And y'all don't see a connection? She's black and she's a sex worker and they both got killed in the same way? Okay.
0: Kristen, the next thing I wrote was, so with both women being sex workers, black, strangled, and found within a couple blocks of each other. Like, it's just. It's
1: It's just not giving.
0: No, no, it's not. So rest in peace, Joanne.
1: Rest in peace,
0: Joanne. This should never have happened to you
1: girl that little one got got one on you i wish you i hope you gave him some good licks before you left
0: i know i feel like no one's paying any attention to this man kristen to this young man and i just wonder i feel like these women had to have been fighting back but then again when we talk about what was really happening i can understand how they didn't even have the chance
1: Mm. okay let's get into it Mm -hmm.
0: so khalil would strike again in early november 34-year-old Tiffany Taylor was working as a sex worker at the time in 2016 and had met Khalil through a mutual friend. Tiffany admitted that she was desperate for money at the time and with the added stress of being pregnant, she was going to take the risk and plan to rob her client, which was going to be Khalil.
1: <sighs> Tiffany, girl, you got mm. the wrong one, literally. Is that Tiffany?
0: Yeah, that's Tiffany.
1: Oh, she survived.
0: Yes, she survived. The is good. So, the two were in the car together before Khalil hit her in the head, handcuffed her, and wrapped tape around her face. Like, duct tape around her whole face. Okay. She lost consciousness after the head blow, but when she came to, Khalil was on top of her, strangling her while he was raping her.
1: Oh, so that's what you like to do, Khalil? That's what gets you off?
0: I, I couldn't find if he had attacked robin in the same way if she was raped as well but for me i was like the moment khalil decided to become a killer i knew it was gonna have some type of sexual mutilation or violation involved i knew it Mm. because to even know that he wasn't really dating in high school and to only be out of high school for two years and you're already killing women and you know raping them that's
1: it's sick
0: i mean it screams nobody likes me you know, or I didn't get girl attention so now I'm pissed off.
1: And that sucks, that cuz I feel like at one point he's probably fantasized about women to the point of turning them into something he hates. Yeah. But it's like it's, can't you just just give the girl a, a rest? She's beautiful, she's hot. You haven't gotten any attention from anybody. That's not women's fault.
0: It's not. And the thing is, he's not even an ugly guy. He probably just was giving off a very creepy, fucking vibe, <laughs> and he wasn't attractive. Young,
1: women. immature, like, I mean, I like a nerd, so I yeah. don't think nerdy has nothing to do with it
0: at all, at all. I, you know, get down with the get down. If mm-hmm. you're confident in yourself, you know, you can pull anyone. But maybe he was just giving off, like I said, a no, no vibe. Mm-hmm. So Tiffany lost consciousness, and when she came to, he was attacking her in that way, and somehow she convinced him to take her back to a motel after the attack, and that's when she was able to lock him out of the room and call 911.
1: Wow, and she's pregnant this entire time.
0: Yes, Kristen. She told them that she'd been kidnapped, raped, and strangled by a client, and even gave them his full government name, Kristen. So she told them... Khalil, Wheeler Weaver did this to me. Go get him.
1: And that's what you get, Khalil, for telling all your business.
0: Hey, guess what? They didn't believe her. Kristen, they literally brushed her off, ignored her concerns. Why? Because he was connected
1: to the force via his dad and his uncle?
0: It could have been due to that. I also think it was because Tiffany was a prostitute. Because they even threatened her with an arrest. And they wouldn't take off the handcuffs that was still... She had like one handcuff still on her wrist. They wouldn't even take it off of her for like an hour after they arrived. So it was just really giving victim... Victim the, blaming? Yeah, 100% victim blaming. Mm-hmm. Fucking gross. And I think, you know, one plus two equals three. If the police are protecting the Johns, it's because most of them are Johns. <laughs> Whoa. You've yes.
1: said it. You've said it. Do you think those police are just down there looking and not touching? Mm. You lying uh, to yourself. Right.
0: Okay. And because of the police's racism, sexism, like whatever you want to call it, their inaction, Khalil was able to stay out on the streets and continue his violent killing spree.
1: Wow, that's that's definitely a foot in the mouth moment.
0: And it's just so unfortunate that the only entity we have the option of looking to to make sure we get justice is the same entity that keeps showing us they don't give a fuck about justice for us. Like, you can't take it really into your own hands because if you go too far, if you step out of line, you know, you could be charged with something Mm -hmm. when you're just trying to do what they're supposed to be doing on your behalf. So it's just
1: the hero becomes the criminal
0: chasing your tail. Mm hmm. 20-year-old college student Sarah Butler went missing just before Thanksgiving on November 23rd, and her body wasn't found until December 1st, 2016. Jeez. Joanne and Sarah both had duct tape over their faces and were then strangled to death with their own clothing. Sarah was working as a lifeguard at the time, so she, I guess, you know, during the summer you can lifeguard, but during the winter it's not really... Prevalent, So maybe she was just trying to supplement her work and mm. was working as a sex worker.
1: Mm. It can be anybody from any side of the tracks.
0: Oh, yeah. An extra 200, 300, 400, 500, whatever could attract a lot of people. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. No shade.
0: At all. So it's looking more and more like Khalil kills the women either during the consensual sex or right after because these women seem to have been found where they were killed there's like no evidence that he transported them there dropped them off nothing like that he's getting them there doing what he's doing to them and then leaving i have nothing to say it's okay sister there's a lot going on and this is one of the details that really like gave me chills when i was researching this case so khalil and sarah met through an app called tagged it's marketed as just being a platform to meet new people but can obviously be used by you know, sex workers or anyone to find potential customers. hmm So Sarah was advertising and Khalil offered her five hundred dollars for her services. Well, that's a check. That's a good chunk of chisity. Mm-hmm. I know people today that, you know, will put let you put in a butt five hundred dollars. <laughs> One of them might be on this call. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Kristen, I'm kidding, can I joke? Can I make it? Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. <laughs>
1: but you cannot tell my face what to do about it. <laughs> That's facts. Okay. So No. <laughs> I just yeah. saw your booty hole in my head.
0: Well, keep it moving. So Sarah was advertising and Cleo offered her five hundred dollars for her services. Sarah responded to his offering by saying, Quote, Wow, you're not a serial killer, right? Question mark.
1: Like he's going to answer you with the truth.
0: I mean, but just to even have that joke and then turns out he really is a serial killer. Oh, just... it
1: makes your skin crawl.
0: Yeah, yeah. Poor girl. And I'm sure Khalil probably denied it. He's not going to admit it and said something to make her feel comfortable mm-hmm. because she ended up going to the meeting and we know what happened after that. And Sarah's body was found slightly buried under some sticks and leaves on the Eagle Rock Conservation in West Orange.
1: Mm -hmm. Rest in peace, Sarah. I mean, these women are getting disposed like they're just dead rodents.
0: I don't know why he did this. I don't know what possessed him to take it this far and get this what dark. change yeah it's like
1: your father is a whole cop your uncle is it runs in the family and you wanted to be and you decide to completely do a 180 to become a criminal yeah. how is that working with his psyche is he a sociopath does he have emotions like i have questions
0: well the judge did would later refer to him as a sociopath so mm. i really think he just had no feeling whatsoever
1: Mm, a natural detachment
0: yep it's possible it happens Mm -hmm. the only reason police had this much information in regards to what led to Sarah's murder is because Sarah people had I mean they was on it on it they weren't just sitting around on their asses waiting for the police to do nothing Mm -hmm. they did their own digging Khalil was more likely targeting sex workers because he felt like they wouldn't have, like, family members to look after them. Mm -hmm. And that just means, I mean, this man was really doing his research as far as even who to target to make it more likely for him to get away with it.
1: Mm -hmm. His father's a whole detective. Like, Mm -hmm. he probably knows some things normal civilians don't even know.
0: Yeah, I was thinking oh, we're over here asking ourselves, where did it go wrong? But maybe it was wrong from the start, right? Maybe he had been seeing a lot of things because his stepdad was a detective. Yeah. And to take it a step further, it's possible his stepdad actually showed him some things or he was witness to this horrible type of behavior.
1: Yes. It's like at the end of the day, if it wasn't, within you you got it from somewhere
0: because the way that he's killing and i don't know the confidence that it kind of gives behind it it makes me feel like these may not have been his first victims
1: i mean he's 20 for goodness sakes like and he's not getting caught like there's something he knows that we don't Mm
0: -hmm. to go to the meetup sarah told her mom she was going to meet a friend and took the family minivan. When she didn't come back that night, her sister helped Sarah's friend log into her social media, and that's how they were able to see the messages on her tagged account between Sarah and Khalil, and his username was Lil Yacht Rock. Mm. Like, okay, sir. And one of the very last messages was when Sarah asked him, you know, are you a serial killer?
1: My God, Kayla, this is sad. Your people gotta heart. track you down via your digital, your social media. Yeah. I know they but- were crapping bricks because they she done took the car. She's not mm-hmm. answering her phone. Yeah. Oh, I feel like I've been there. The
0: fear. Ugh, shit. Yeah, I feel like you have to. <laughs> will we're gonna get to it. Okay. Mark. And look at this little shit. I'm like, this is the guy that's pulling up on these women. And offering to pay them for sex. I mean he looks like he's still in high school.
1: Like he looks completely disarming.
0: Yes. You wouldn't think I, I could you immediately when I see him I'm like, oh I could take him. I don't feel like my guard should necessarily be up.
1: Right. And like these are grown tail women, some of them. The thirty three and thirty four year olds probably looking at him like, oh he's a quick He's a quick buck,
0: you know? Quick lick. Yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah. Even with Tiffany when she was aiming to, you know, rob him.
1: But boy, were they wrong.
0: Very much so. So Sarah's friend decided to report her missing, but didn't want to wait until police got off their asses, like we already said, to do something. And this is when she decided to create a fake account on the tagged account and message Lil Yacht Rock herself.
1: Period. Detective. Detective. It's in you. And she probably did a better job than the police did.
0: I was about to say, she was getting results. And it was almost immediately he messaged her back and wanted to link up. Mm, mm, mm. So, yeah. So, she was like, okay, I'm going to go to the police. So, she literally went to the station to go tell somebody. And while she was at the station, Kristen, this man calls her. He calls her while she's there. And they record the call. And... Like, they sit up, okay, we're going to meet at Panera Bread, but she's not going to go. The police are actually going to go. And that's what happened. So when he pulled up to Panera Bread, it wasn't, you know, homegirl. Oh girl. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was the police. And he was arrested.
1: Period. Undercover mm-hmm. operation. Mm-hmm.
0: All She literally walked into the front door with everything that they needed. And did honestly.
1: all the work for them. All they had to do was sh- put gas in the car and show up.
0: But then again, in some aspects, in my opinion, Khalil was doing all the work for them to get caught. Tiffany told them his full-blown name, and they still didn't, you know, act on that. So when he was taken in for questioning, Khalil denied everything. I mean, he said he didn't even know these women, never met them, which is so stupid, because they have proof that he knew them or at least had a conversation with them. And once you lie once, they got you. Period. But as the investigation went on, police were finding more and more evidence that Khalil could in fact be the serial killer that they'd been pretending to look for. I was about to say, really? They Look for? You haven't. I wasn't going to give them that, Christy. You know me. (laughs) So for example, Sarah's mother's minivan was found less than a mile away from where Khalil was living at the time. And his cell phone GPS tracking placed him in the exact areas that the victim's bodies were found.
1: Well, there you go. You didn't I mean, think sh- about I it. I should have led with that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know,
0: but that's one nice thing I bow.
1: love now about digitalization of this entire world is that mm-hmm. you can just ping and look at where the phone has been. You don't even know you're being tracked. You're being wholetail tracked. So remember that folks.
0: Mm-hmm. Kristen even be doing too much. Sometimes she'd be having her mm-hmm. shit on Snapchat. I'm like, bitch, turn that shit off. Like I know you don't need to know where you're at. It takes What's one on click.
1: You? Do you want to update your current location? <laughs> And they get you. And then I don't know how to turn it off. It's just a lot.
0: (laughs) It's too much. And bitch, turn it off. (laughs) Google it.
1: I'll do my best. Yeah, I'll Google it.
0: So after taking a look at his internet search history, Khalil was found to have made several disturbing searches like how to make homemade poisons to kill humans. Good Lord. And what chemical... Could you put on a rag and hold to someone's face to make them go to sleep immediately? Chloroform. Okay. I mean, but. I mean, like, he didn't even try to disguise it. At all, Kristen. The prosecution would end up having hundreds of pages worth of evidence at the trial, showing that Khalil Googled a lot of inappropriate shit. Like, he was looking up different ways to contact prostitutes, date rape drugs, like how to knock people out. I mean, it was very obvious. <laughs> he, was, he was snitching on he, himself.
1: He might as well wrote a manifesto and left yeah. it in his room and 100%. said, take me to jail and lock me up for life.
0: 100%. He might as well have filmed himself speaking into the camera. <laughs> I did it. <laughs> I did it. Yeah. So despite being a full-blown serial killer at 20 years old, he still wanted to become a police officer. And that was among some of the searches that he was looking for in tandem with these other searches, so like, which is
1: was, even scarier.
0: Yes, a hundred percent. But I'm like, he must have really been doing his research because it. We already know it's easy to hide under or hide behind the badge and do this fucked up shit.
1: Which means has he seen that done before?
0: That's what I was asking myself. And it's just too much. It's too many like connecting of the dots. You know, too many coincidences to just dismiss. So
1: yeah, because it doesn't look like he's doing it in like in spite of his family lineage of being law enforcement. No, 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 no. (laughs) he's doing it in tandem with the desire to still be one. Yeah,
0: yeah. Oh, Kristen, this is bad. This is really bad, and it's such a young age. Like, what the fuck has he been doing? Okay. Oh, bad. So when searching his car, police found zip ties, lighter fluid, and heavy chemicals designed to clean up blood. Mm. They learned that he was being meticulous about not trying to get caught when it came to DNA, so he would use rubber gloves and condoms when he'd be attacking these women. Well, I understand the condoms, but, you know, the rubber gloves, like, okay, it's a bit much. And with all of this evidence staring them in the face, Khalil was charged with three murders and attempted murder okay and like a bunch of other charges on him and
1: rack him up
0: yeah make sure he never gets out of course he was selfish enough to plead not guilty and take it to trial but he wouldn't be tried until 2019 mm. and at the trial Tiffany's brave ass spoke about her experience and like what he put her through it was noted that Tiffany's testimony and what Sarah's friends and family did were basically what helped them solve the case in the first place okay so I'm glad that they got their flowers because they fucking deserved it. Truth. And looking at this man, Kristen, he would have continued to kill if he wasn't stopped. Like, I, I want to say it. almost 100% sure he would have.
1: He don't look like nothing but a little, like, little squirt. Hey, little squirt and give him a nookie on his head.
0: I mean, in this picture, he's definitely giving more grown man. Definitely. But in a in a
1: in harmless a harmless way. There you go. And I I didn't want to dare say innocent cuz he's not, no. but in a harmless way. Perfectly yeah. said. Ugh. Ew. That's what you call a trap. A yeah. walking trap.
0: Never trust men. Just kidding. No, just kidding. Just <laughs> Don't you can't trust anybody. Who can you trust? Nobody, Kayla. Who do you love? Okay. Bitch, who, who do you love? Who do you love? The prosecution presented all of the evidence, including Khalil's DNA being found under Sarah Butler's fingernails. So, sir, you're going to jail. Yes, you're going to jail. And I note this because it seemed like the defense's main argument was that there wasn't any, like, physical evidence. And they really didn't have much at all. It was more so, like, the technology, the GPA information, and then... What is it? G G (laughs) GPA, what is it? <laughs> GPS. <laughs> I didn't eat. I'm loopy. <laughs> okay. So yeah, they had mostly that type of information. Um, but with Sarah Butler's fingernail samples, whatever. It, basically, the defense didn't have a fucking chance in hell. The prosecution had a very strong case.
1: So what was the defense's take, though? Other than, oh, y'all don't have that much physical evidence. What else was it giving? Was it giving insanity,
0: mitigating factors? No, no. I was looking for literally anything. And I don't even know if they've really appealed his decision yet. I'm sure they automatically did. But because it happened so recently, nothing has been updated to my knowledge. But he doesn't give mentally unstable Mm -hmm. he doesn't give psychotic break he wasn't on drugs that anyone know knew of Mm -hmm. so it's really just like this came out of nowhere or this is like a a result of grooming i don't know and i don't want to like put that on anybody but it's a possibility
1: we just it definitely is and we just don't know at the end of the day we don't know anything about his freaking daddy his uncle the people he lived around Mm -hmm. who knows (laughs) so what's the sentence
0: Okay, well, we're going to get to it. So the jury deliberated for only two hours and found 23-year-old Khalil Wheeler Weaver, good Lord, Mm -hmm. guilty of three murders, one attempted murder, a bunch of charges, sexual assault, aggravated arson, desecration of human remains. I mean, just a bunch of shit. And if you're on Patreon, you see him right now. His face is... Bitch, like he's looking at a Chinese menu and figuring out what he wants to order that night. Like, indespicable. Dinner. Kristen, he literally, I mean, the Kayla, nothing... same
1: exact face. Hasn't changed his look. Looks like he's almost a still image in this yeah. video.
0: To be fair, I forgot. I couldn't tell if I pushed play or not, bitch, because <laughs> he was st- sitting so damn still
1: oh it's definitely giving sociopathic tendency Mm -hmm.
0: just detachment to the t to the i mean to the definition of and he's never even had like a real relationship like a Mm -hmm. romantic relationship so i mean he's even even more just deprived of even what it's like to care for a woman like that and you know have it reciprocated it's fucking crazy so, Tiffany shared more information about her relationship with Khalil, and I say relationship because, yeah, they met through a mutual friend, but they actually were hanging out, Kristen, like That's she'd why go she to was his house with him, play video games at his house, I mean, just super cool, and she said he seemed fun, so she didn't feel like anything was fucking wrong, and at the time. Tiffany was engaging in sex work because she was struggling to find a job and Khalil knew about this and he was like pestering her to let him be a customer mm. and she was like no I'm not gonna do it like you're too young and she kept turning him down but Khalil never stopped bothering her about it and Tiffany finally gave in.
1: Girl you should have said no and stuck to it you just made yourself potentially chop liver.
0: ooh, oof, she was playing with fire. But you know her gut was her gut knew what it was from the mm-hmm. joke. But Khalil, like I said, never gave up until she agreed. And Tiffany really had no plans of actually going through with it, though. Like I said at that time, she was really needing the money, so she just planned on robbing his ass. <laughs> and when so they everybody met,
1: everybody has an ulterior
0: motive. <laughs> oh yeah, nobody's safe. No, nobody's safe. That's what I'm saying. Who can you trust? But yeah, so she, she, they met up. He paid her the $200 up front, and she pretended like she left something in the car and went back down to get it, but never came back up and just drove away. Mm-hmm. So she really just played his ass. Mm-hmm. Six months later, she was getting texts and calls from a random number asking for her services, and she was constantly saying no again, and the person kept irritating her so much that she had to get a new number. Wow. But somehow this person found her new number and continued to press her for sex, Kristen. At this yeah. point, I would have called the police.
1: I'm right? like, you don't give in to nobody like that. Who don't know how to take no for an answer? You don't give in.
0: I don't even know if I would have called the police. I probably would have set up the meeting and probably like- Handled it yourself. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, what do you want with me type of thing? Because this is just not giving. But Tiffany agreed to the meetup. And when they met at the hotel, the stalker was wearing a ski mask, gloves, and a sweatshirt.
1: Bitch, run.
0: Tiffany did not run. She said it was a little chilly outside. So she didn't think the outfit was too suspect.
1: Tiffany, this is where we start saying, no, (laughs) ma'am.
0: Tiffany. This is
1: where we stop giving people passes. When clearly they have creeped you out from the jump.
0: Yeah. You had a vibe. And if someone's hunting you down like this for the cookie, that automatically tells you you should make sure you never give it to them.
1: Yes, that part. This is not the cookie monster. I am not, no, participating in any of that. No.
0: So she continued with the date. They got in her car. She started driving to wherever they were headed, and the guy ended up asking her to pull over, and she did. And then that's when she just lost consciousness. When she came to, her head was wrapped with duct tape, and she was being assaulted by Khalil, who'd taken his mask off at this point. Mm-hmm. She said she begged him to stop and said, "I'm pregnant," to which he responded, "Quote, I know." <sighs>
1: Oh, my God.
0: Oh, gosh, Kristen.
1: Kayla, so how did she convince this ruthless sociopathic man to take her back to the motel or hotel?
0: Great question. So she basically told him that she had information at the motel that could be connected back to him if she were to go missing. So she was basically saying, you know, like, you could get caught for this if something happens to me. And she said he got scared. And basically hopped right in the driver's seat and drove her back.
1: She had a smoking gun or claimed she did. How you gonna be scared and you out here really killing folks? Like, he must have really felt like he would have been untouchable.
0: I mean, I think it was all about keeping control of the women and of the entire situation. And then once you lost control with Tiffany, he like snapped back into that shy little kid mm-hmm. or you know, like boy. That he really is wow yep on the way back he started being really dramatic and acting like he was the victim he said quote nobody likes me why do i have to pay for a girl to show me attention i wonder why i don't know well maybe if you weren't staring at her from across the way making her feel how uncomfortable you wouldn't have to work so hard because i he gives me the vibe of like creep 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 creepy
1: yeah i feel like there's a mental disorder there like even the way he detaches or dissociates mm-hmm. like yeah that's not gonna want anybody to be your friend dude yeah. you gotta go maybe, to therapy
0: <laughs> maybe he just never had the opportunity to be diagnosed and was struggling who knows
1: but he was definitely struggling
0: yes So Khalil would have to wait two more years to be officially sentenced, and in February 2021, he was sentenced to 160 years in prison.
1: Whoa. AKA life. Mm.
0: Yeah. Yeah, a couple of lives. He showed no remorse when the decision was read, just like he showed no remorse when they said he was guilty, but he did say something to the court. Mm. He said, quote, I do feel sympathy for the victims. My heart goes out to their families and friends. However, I was not the person who committed these crimes. I was set up. By whom? Kristen, I was about to say, you can't tell me somebody picked Khalil Wheeler Weaver out of a hat and chose to pin these murders on him. And Hard then to believe.
1: Tiffany going along with it. Yeah, I know she needed mm-hmm. a buck
0: or two. Mm-hmm.
1: But is it really giving that who who are you Khalil, to even choose you to pin this all on? Trust me,
0: I know, and even when Tiffany like ran back to the got back to the hotel when he dropped her off, her friend was in the motel room already, so when she got there, she was kind of ahead of Khalil, mm-hmm. and once she got inside, she was able to close the door behind her, so her friend was there witnessed that it was Khalil. So I'm like, there's just a lot of evidence. And then on top of that, there was like a surveillance picture of him in the store. I think this is at the motel. Yeah, he's in the parking lot of the motel. He even came back to the motel and dropped off her car keys because she texted him after she like locked him out of the room. She texted him and said, I won't tell anybody if you drop my car keys off. And he literally drove back. And put her car keys on like a set of stairs. What? So yeah, he what was very he was very visible. Didn't think a damn thing through. Very immature, but very with immature. That, and yeah, crazy.
1: This is giving like split personalities.
0: I know, like one part of him is doing something that the other part has no idea is <laughs> it's happening.
1: Yeah, and like when the other part is aware, all of a sudden he feels like a kid who got in trouble and is trying mm-hmm. to make up for it.
0: But if that was the case, his defense would have definitely figured that out by the time they went to trial, you know, what, three years after the murders. So it seems like he was pretty sane, girl.
1: Khalil, Khalil, Khalil. All you needed was some etiquette class. All you needed was a homeboy that told you, yo, you weird. Let's work on it.
0: (laughs) All you needed was someone to tell you to love yourself. And yeah, we're making it sound like it's oversimplified because obviously it's not. But in the grand scheme of things, it's sometimes the simplest thing that can be the most important solution. Absolutely. So Tiffany had a few things to say at the sentencing. She said, quote, my whole life is different. I don't wear makeup anymore. I don't have friends. I'm always paranoid, but I'm happy to still be here. I hope you don't show him any remorse because he's not showing any remorse. Mm. And that last line was to like the jury, the judge, all that type of stuff. Because he wasn't. He looked like, like I said, he was ordering Chinese, bitch.
1: Stone cold. Like, is he even here? I would have snapped in front of him as his defense. Are you here? Wake the
0: fuck up. Right. If you care anything about your case, at least pretend to give a fuck.
1: Right. But he couldn't. He couldn't.
0: Robin's mother said, quote, I will never forget her smile, her face, her walk, her desire to help homeless people. The world focuses on the last month of her life. She had a whole entire life before her demise. Hundreds of people were affected by her life and were saddened by her death. End quote.
1: Well, rest in peace, Robin.
0: I always feel bad for that part. I think Robin was 30, either 33 way 33 or 34. Over two decades on this planet, right, and all you have to show for it is the horrible things that somebody did to you. No, Robin in the grand was scheme young. of like the media, yeah, she was like nineteen or twenty.
1: Yeah, she was twenty, I think.
0: Which still, is even I mean, worse. A, a lot of life still, yes, that shouldn't be chalked up to a paragraph of how she was murdered.
1: Yep, I agree hundred percent, and I feel like people like. They were saying something about Nipsey Hussle the only day. The only people, only reason people really care about him is because he's gone. And mm-hmm. I feel like um, maybe in a way we kind of glorify these cases and people may think, well, the only reason you care about it is because of the killer, not really the mm-hmm. victim.
0: Right. If I had more information on victims, I welcome covering more so of a victim's life and stuff like that. So when we do cases like the murder of Harry Uzoka, Mm -hmm. you know, we're able to really talk about how his life was when he was here and deep dive into that. And I love Mm -hmm. those type of episodes. So Mm -hmm. for me, that's that's my goal. But with cases involving black victims, unfortunately, not many media outlets dig deep so yeah i gotta go with what i got and you know this is what we get and you do great so with that
1: being said rest in peace to all the victims dang y'all were young you didn't deserve to go nobody ever really does
0: and sarah butler's father victor spoke directly to khalil and said quote i hope you suffer boy every night Mm. 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 i feel like the worst feeling would have been
1: that khalil wasn't even mentally there So it's like everything's happening to his body, but not hitting him where it hurts at all.
0: I was thinking if he was, let's say, uh, not guilty by reason of insanity, I feel like that would give them more closure than just to think, wow, he's just a heartless, callous, evil person.
1: I agree. I think there should have been more digging, even on his side.
0: Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Into his childhood, what things were really looking like. But even then, some of those darkest parts of a person never come out. Mm -hmm. And I think that's where all of this shit was laying in him. Well, that's our case for this week, you guys. What did you think? What the hell? What the hell? I feel bad for these ladies. You know, they were getting it how they needed to in the moment. And he took advantage of them and took their lives.
1: And, like, it sucks for the ladies, but I almost feel like Khalil is as boring as this entire case has been.
0: (laughs) Yeah, like, when I was researching it, I was like, he doesn't, he's not anything spectacular. His case isn't anything that's different from a lot of the cases that we've already covered. But it's more so, like, the victims that need to be talked about. And these hero friends and family members of Sarah that went out of their way to make sure she got justice.
1: 100%. They are the stars.
0: Of this case, period. 100%. Yeah, definitely. So we hope you guys enjoyed this case. Kristen did not. (laughs) And we hope you guys are super excited and looking forward to purchasing your tickets for our tour next year that we're going on to November 1st. November 1st is when they're going to go live and get them soon because we're not going to keep them on sale for very long. Get your tickets, child. Get your tickets, child. We love you guys so, so much. And yeah, before we go, be safe, protect your peace, and protect your space. So we so don't, we have, don't to have to cover, cover your case. case. Period. Every time. Bye. Bye. Thank you guys so much for listening to this show. You can stream all of our episodes on Amazon Music or wherever you get your podcast. And if you enjoyed the show, please leave us a five-star rating on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and even Facebook. It's the best way to help the show grow and it's completely free. For bonus content, you can find us on Patreon and for more information about the show, please visit blacktreecrime.com. See you next time. Have a right to kill me. Have a right. no right to judge me.